is Lashanta Letsebe and welcome to another episode of the Newness Podcast. We've arrived, guys. It's Monday. Is it making make sense Mondays? Probably. Is it unplugged? Is it unfiltered? I don't know. But we are here. We've arrived. And yeah, we continue to grow and learn together, right? Um, so last week we spoke about sexual sin in women, how um, women tend to hide their sin because it seems that um, mostly guys struggle with it and it seems kind of wrong to confess or even admit that we struggle um, with sexual sin at times or that it's an habitual sin. The importance of coming out and sharing and confessing and telling somebody that you're struggling with it so that you know we can walk with God um, and enjoy our joy of salvation um, for those who are in Christ and then also that we become women who are able to listen give good counsel and walk with somebody who is struggling with this particular sin and not to be surprised by it and respond in a way um, that is not very helpful. You know, we, we should always remember we all fall short of the glory of God. So now we're going to talk about, yeah, consequences of hiding in the sin. Like, what does life look like for somebody who is struggling with it? How does someone know? that they are in a habit of this particular sin. And then, of course, the grace and hope that we have. Um, so we know that when we struggle, right, we there's a deep sense of feeling separated from God, feeling like God doesn't hear us, um, feeling almost like a sense of like, what's the point of praying or reading my Bible? I just sinned right now and I keep struggling. Um, and I love this Psalm by, um, Psalm 32 verse 34. It is by David who was experiencing his own sense of groaning. And when he was silent of his sin, when he, um, sinned against when he committed the sin with Bathsheba. So it says, when I kept silent, my bones wasted through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as the heat of summer. Isn't God so kind and gracious to bring us to scripture where, you know, he knows and that, this is something we will experience, you know? So this is how most of us feel when we are struggling with our sin. You know, we, we keep quiet, we fall into a place of being miserable, you know, we fall into a place of um, feeling depressed over our sin. Um, like I said earlier, we begin to lose the joy of our salvation. Um, things seem to be more difficult. Um, it sin, the sin begin, begins to dominate our lives in the sense that, you know, we might be at work or with our spouses or with our friends and think of ways to get with ourselves and isolate 
so that we can um, indulge in this particular sin, you know, um, we, 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 it becomes difficult for us to then share the gospel because we think like, you know, we are false witnesses of the gospel. And one thing that I struggle to admit or like I talk about often, but I know it's true, is that we as women are very can be very emotional oh it's even hard like trying to say this now pride 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 oh gosh guys please pray for my heart but anyway so we as women we really react sometimes in an emotional way so when we are struggling within ourselves personally you know, we sometimes have a tendency to emotionally react to things or to people, our friends, our family or our spouses because of the inward struggle and war that wages within ourselves. You know, um, it causes us to have separation or feel distant with our fellowship with the body you know we don't get to enjoy the body as as well as we would like to um and really rejoice um um and really enjoy the 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 blessing of being part of the body um you know there's always a sense of yeah hiding and shame and then with our spouses you know there is that sense of there's not a sense of transparency between you and your spouse. Um, there's always, there's just that wall between the two of you where you are, um, you cannot connect or there's things that causes you to react to your spouse in a negative way, but it had nothing to do with your spouse. But um, in the end, it had something to do with your struggle and sin so obviously we can see how living in the dark can have consequences in that sort of way you know um in terms of living in the dark it just causes so much destruction you know we know what does the bible say the bible says sin leads to death and one of the ways um that we can personally you know, lie to ourselves and to think that we're okay is when we also abuse scripture, which is something I, I should actually get into after this. Um, so if you are a sister in Christ and you are with people, you obviously have that distance and then you can also hurt your loved ones, your spouse through this and your spiritual journey with Christ and with the Lord. Um yeah. So some of the excuses we make, and this is not going into, I really want to make a episode discussing some of the root causes. Like, you know, we always should get to the heart of the issue. Um, but this is just some of the excuses, right? Girl, I have needs. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've heard that girl, but you know, I've got needs 
you know why but god gave me this desire like why would he put this kind of drive in me if um i shouldn't indulge like it doesn't make sense and it's like okay well let's look at that right god did um sexual desire is natural but it's sinful when it's not in the way that God intended it. Like it's beautiful, it's God honoring, and it's so glorifying to to God when it's done in the way that He intended um, the act to take place. Right. Um, one thing that we we must not forget is that, like we said, God is a holy God, which means that He is not of sin so when we deceive ourselves we try to to you know make that issue of like no we have the sense of false freedom because god gave us this desire which is natural and i have bodily needs and it's like no all desire is not always meant to be followed and i and obviously we say that within context of our relationship with the Lord, our conviction and our walk with him, right? And we shouldn't think, you know, the Bible also says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? So another thing that we might um, make an excuse of is to say, I have control over it. Or we can say, I know I struggle with this particular sin but um sometimes it's my circumstance that makes me feel stressed and my body is tense and i need a place of release um or i've been struggling with this for years and i have tried to put it off but i I've just I can't you know that sense of defeat that sense of of struggle and so that's some of the excuses we we make we also make the excuse to say that you know um with these excuses that we make we don't hold ourselves accountable for our sin and our struggle um we don't recognize that we are a slave to the sin you know we try to say no i've got this even though it's a need or desire or i struggle or it's been years um of doing this particular act that no um if i if i want to stop i can stop at any time and that is that is destructive in itself imagine being a slave to the point where it's just consumes you and consumes your life this is something that like all things like i said earlier it really causes us to lose joy in our salvation and then as we continue to lose joy in our salvation we start to question our our relationship with god we start to question our salvation we start to doubt um god and even question why he would put a desire like this in us and allow us to struggle um he, it also allows us to you know walk further away from this 
another thing we tend to do is um, we like our sin. You know, we enjoy our sin. We 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 want to say we say out loud that we hate sin, but we enjoy the short pleasure of sin, and then we you know go into the space of shame of guilt of disappointment of despair within ourselves and sometimes we twist scripture to make ourselves feel better right okay so in first john 1 9 it says if we confess our sins he's faithful to to faithful and just sorry to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness now your deceitful self will be like okay well technically so he says if we confess our sins he doesn't say who so if i'm by myself i can confess it and say god is just um to forgive my sins right and so cleanse me of all righteousness so if i continue in this if i just just one time um, act in this sin then I can just this one time um, it's just one last time before I I completely cut it off before I completely say I'm done with this right and then I'm gonna confess and I'm cleansed and I'm I'm unrighteous and then I can move on you know that is yeah it's it's so sad the types of lies we tell ourselves um and to think that that's real freedom to think that that's real liberation in christ to think that that's real joy and peace when it gnaws and eats at you daily when it consumes your life as david says he's bones grown where we ache and and just live in despair it's just completely destructive so yeah that's that's life in the dark you know life that doesn't have real joy life that doesn't really enjoy its pleasures that are seated at the right hand of God, which is Christ. Life that struggles to see God. Life that struggles, that seems hopeless. But here is the hope. Here is the hope that we have. We have grace. Not that we should abuse it. Not that we should um, try and... Um, you know, like I said earlier, manipulated so that we can continue in sin because remember, we are no longer slaves of sin, of the law, but we are slaves of Christ. And I, this book called Finally Free by Heath Lambert, I'm going to quote from him because he spoke about the hope of grace. He said, the power of God melts despair. The, he says, the power of God melts despair when we grasp his forgiving and transforming grace through repentance. Christ died on the cross for our sin, which means that when he died and we repent, 
to him and to the cross and to God, we have been made new. Our ability to overcome sin is not only something that seems far, but can happen, you know? And it's only through the grace of God, the grace that was given through God. And that is the hope that we have, the hope that the sin is no longer a consuming, bone gnawing sin in our life, but that we can delight and enjoy and share and encourage others um, with the same struggle and delight in the Lord with it. Um, so yeah, let us cling to grace. Let us cling to the cross. Let us cling to the hope that we have. And then we'll see what the next episode will be. I would love to then talk about the root of struggle with sexual sin because I you know with every struggle it's really it's really great to know how and where the struggle is coming from what are we replacing God with the struggle with you know what particular thing are we replacing God with another thing that I wanted to add was you know I spoke about the importance of sharing the particular way you struggle with your um with your sin, your sexual sin. But it's important that we are not also overly graphic. Remember, we all fall short of the glory of God. You don't want the person who's listening to stumble or struggle themselves. So just be specific in how you're struggling, but not graphic. Those details are not necessary. But yeah. Thank you so much for listening and you are listening to the Newness Podcast.